On this episode of the Film Optics Podcast, it looks like Mulan will finally be available for streaming on Disney+, Plus, but at what cost? It also looks like there's a lot of rumblings going on with Spider-Man in the new Marvel's Avengers game, so let's jump in. everyone and welcome back to film optics brought to you by the drive-in podcast network where we bring you the headline hot takes of entertainment new- entertainment news excuse me each and every week i'm your host christian and today of course we are always going to be talking about the world of film tv and everything pop culture related here on the podcast and i'm joined as always by my good friend and my co-host devin how are you doing, sorry, man? Sorry, I'm actually exclusive to PlayStation as of now. So, oh. well, you if can you just have go an ca- Xbox, you cannot listen to this part. I'm sorry. Or PC. You know what? We're exclusive to uh, Apple Podcasts now. If yeah. you have any other platform, sorry, you can't. Why? I'm not going to tell you the details because whatever. Because <laughs> we got paid a lot of money. We got paid a lot of money. We're, we're officially Apple shills now. We, we, we got our, our MacBooks, our iMacs, our Apple TVs. We got our AirPods in as we speak. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, man, it's been a rough week. How's your week been? Slow. So slow. Yeah, today today got the better part of me. Actually, yesterday did. Today was a lot better for me working from home. But I worked in the office yesterday, so. Dog days of summer. It is the dog days of summer. It doesn't even, we're in August, Devin. We're in August right now. I don't know how we made it this far. Labor Day weekend is literally like a, less than a month away. It's crazy. Like, how, how did we make it? <laughs> Tell me, Devin, how? If, if Mulan can make it, anyone can. Yeah. Hey, man. We got that down packed. <laughs> but before you begin today's reviews, before we begin today's topics, excuse me. Wow. See, I'm all over the place today. Uh, before we begin today's topics, you can listen to this podcast only on Apple Podcasts. Sorry, because, you know, we don't care about our Stitcher or Spotify listeners out there. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> we're also going to be on, we're also on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, Pandora, iHeartRadio, pretty much every single podcast platform you can think of around the globe. So, yeah, go ahead and look us up. But we have a lot of news to cover today, Devin. More than I thought, because the news was looking a little thin about early yesterday, and then a bunch more stuff came out. A bunch more stuff came out. So uh, let's just get into the com- comic book news here. Do you want to take this first news piece? Umbrella Academy fans, which we are certainly in that group, uh, <laughs> would like to see Aiden Gallagher, a.k.a. number five, or The Boy, cast as DC's next Robin. It's interesting. Mm. Very, he, very he interesting. Did, he stood out to me from the very first episode as, as like the most star power, like potential, because he just like came off the screen and, and stole every scene he was in and did in season two as well. I would have to agree with you there. Definitely. And, and of course, you know, with, <clears throat> wow, my voice, with, Umbrella Academy, the biggest draw from season one, I would say, was Ellen Page, obviously. But 
She still does a great job, as she always does, um, in season two. But I do have to agree, um, you know, Five or Aiden Gallinger uh, playing the role as Five. He has definitely uh, separated himself from the cast, not because he's younger than everyone else, but he just gives off a good performance. And I think that's definitely should be recognized. Uh, it'd be very inter- interesting to see him play as, um, you know, the next Robin, whoever that may be, whether it be Jason Todd or, or um, you know, Damian Wayne himself. Actually, I could see Damian Wayne because Damian's a little shit. Excuse my language, but he just is. He's yeah. not very pleasant. A lot of people don't like Aiden Gallagher because of his off-putting. He's got the uh, sass. Yeah, he's got the sass. Damian's got the sass, so. I say that's a perfect match. I wonder but, if it just comes down to which Batman he'll be robbing for. Ooh, maybe Robert Batson Bat. What do you think about that one? My, Michael Keaton somehow. <laughs> no, no. He, he wants to bring in a young boy at his late old <sighs> age. Can you imagine Michael Keaton flipping about on stage <laughs> on these sets? <laughs> He's like, I prefer to do my own stunts. Okay, he Michael. Kind of, kind of did on. Birdman and Spider-Man, I guess. Kind of, yeah. I mean, great actor, of course. We all, we all know this. Um, it's been a while since I've seen his um, his adaptations of Batman. It's actually been a long, long time. So maybe they're on HBO Max if they haven't been taken off already. <laughs> so, but our next news story here pretty much ties into our uh, first piece. Uh, it looks like Netflix has not committed to season three of Umbrella Academy just yet. Um, very so stingy. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stingy companies out there. <laughs> oh, we're on a roll today, Devin. I love it. I love it. But yes, Netflix is not committed to season three of the Umbrella Academy. Uh, this news comes um, from some comments from Steve uh, Blackman at CTAM. Um, Pretty much, you know, season two was a re- it was a wild success. I I'm kind of glad they haven't, um, you know, said oh yeah, season three is well on its way because as we know with the boys, they've already confirmed season three before season two is even out. Same thing, Mandalorian. Season two was, um, you know, finish up wrapping like oh season three. I'm pretty sure it was Mandalorian. I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong on that one, but. Yeah, I mean, it it shows that they're not being super reactionary about this. So, I mean, you know, we'll just have to uh, see what lies in store for us. There's no way there won't be a season three. There's so many fans. It was so many fans. Season two was just, oh, man. Like, well, as we said, you know, in our review, everyone go check it out if you're uh, after you're done listening to this one, of course. And yeah, season one, good. Season two, fantastic. So. You want to take this next bit of uh, news piece here? It's not our too boy, much. Our boy Jimmy Gunn, James Jimmy Gunn, Gunn. I like, Jimmy I like G, Jimmy Gunn. That sounds cool. <laughs> I like Jimmy it's, Gunn it's too. Jimmy Gunn, <laughs> Jimmy Gunn, Gotta save the day. <laughs> Jimmy G. <laughs> oh, Jimmy G's a quarterback. True. <laughs> but uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad. That's important. That's what differentiates it. The the. Very important. 100% zero interference, no holds barred me. I always wonder what no holds barred means. Everyone just kind of says it. 
it's it's no kind of like you know you're you're not holding back anything. I mean, I know what it means, but like when you take it literally, yeah. Like what? What is no holds barred? Maybe it's just it just has James Gunn's name written all over it. Like literally, when we go see this movie, I expect to see James Gunn watermarks on the screen, possibly <laughs> everywhere. Like, hey, this is this is directed by James but, Gunn. Yeah, I do think this is really good news because. Obviously, we saw what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy. He made that one of the best movies in the MCU. It's I agree. Close to the top for me. Top five? Definitely top five. Mm. Probably top three. Ooh. Maybe top go. one. Oh! I know that's your favorite movie, so yeah, you would say that. <laughs> Aside from yeah. the Avengers movies, obviously. But yeah, if he's got full control here, should be interesting. He knows what he's doing when, he, when he's got these weird, crazy ensemble films of <laughs> characters that nobody knows. Yeah, and it was his birthday yesterday, or was that today? Yesterday. 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 So happy belated birthday, Mr. Yeah, you, got a, you got a few <laughs> wishes from the cast. You got Margo in Harley voice, which was interesting. That was awesome. Start, she, she started off right off the bat, of course, it would be her, for sure. So, um, as we creep closer towards DC fandom. Uh, they released a new teaser trailer. Um, for those of you who don't know, DC fandom is essentially, you know, since DC pulled out of Comic-Con, uh, so did Marvel, uh, DC decided to host their own uh, digital event for DC fans around the world. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. You know, it, it, I feel like there's going to be some, like, I feel like DC needs to stop, you know, there needs DC doesn't need to equal disconnected anymore. Like we, we we don't need any of that. We need we need prime DC content because we we're, we've gotten a few here and there. Shazam was pretty good. Um, Birds of Prey was pretty good. Um, Aquaman, but no, sorry, that's just <laughs> uh, we we all know how we felt. <coughs> excuse me about that one. But, you know, they're, they're starting to turn things around, um, especially in with their animated department as well. But, I mean, animated department, the DCAU hasn't really needed that much help. Uh, generally, their movies are pretty good. But are you excited for uh, DC fandom? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, like, <laughs> jumping for joy. Are you ready to hear uh, Zack Snyder rage me, and be the edgelord that he is? Yeah, give me Zack Snyder's voice in my ears. I need it. <laughs> no, I mean, I wish there was a Marvel one. That would be nice. I, don't know I, I wish that as well. I, I, I really actually, wish they would have done something. I really think everything is just up in the air for them because they just don't, don't know what the releases are going to be. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we're going to be getting some, uh, <laughs> some more Disney-related news here in a bit. But we have a new director. Oh, Devin, yeah. you want to take this next one? Nia DaCosta has been uh, tapped to direct Captain Marvel 2. Definitely a lot of excitement and buzz around this one when it came out yesterday. For you, those of you who don't know, Nia DaCosta is the director of the upcoming Candyman movie, and she also has a couple other movies under her belt that I have not seen, but I've heard good things about. So it seems like a good pick. I saw mostly positive reactions. Of course, there yeah. were some negative yeah. reactions from the... Uh, some ne'er-do-wells out there. Yeah. <laughs> Some um, bro force misogynistic people out there. Yep. You know, God forbid a woman can't direct 
a movie about another woman. But <laughs> and she is the uh, the first African American female director in the MCU. Yeah, that's that's actually really it's for, it. This came out of like left field for me. I didn't know who was going to direct. It wasn't really on my mind uh, because you know everyone's was like, oh, you know Ryan Coogler. We had that for Black Panther, but this is this is good, and I think this is what Anthony Mackie was talking about a few weeks ago when it comes to you know diversifying the directors because i mean of course a black director is going to want to direct a movie you know based on their own culture or you know their 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 ancestors so i mean obviously that's it's like a no-brainer but th- this is big for marvel uh for disney uh, overall so I'm, I'm i'm very excited and i I'm, I'm sure she'll do a fantastic job yeah, I've not seen any of her movies. I've heard good things about Little Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously every Candyman trailer that comes out just looks m- more and more amazing. So she, it's in good hands. Yep, I totally agree. So, um, man, we got some we got some more uppity news here between Black Widow. Uh, this, this is a little... Um, little tidbit of news here it kind of ties in to our next piece of news when we get into uh the new normal um so it looks like um the direct.com they made like a little less five reasons why um why disney plus's uh chances to release black widow are you know higher than ever and as i was scrolling through because you know since we know that mulan it's going to be available on Disney Plus for a additional price. Quite um, the additional price. Yeah, the adi- well, we'll we'll get into that here in a second. So their first, you know, point is Mulan is will be uh, available on Disney Plus, of course, and we all know we'll get into that here in a little bit. Their second point is it's the longest gap in M- MCU films in over a decade. So it looks like Universal yeah, Pictures Incredible. Yeah. It has been a while. Um, Universal Pictures' Incredible Hulk debuted June 13th, 20, I mean, 2008. Wow. Ages ago. Um, we, w- we wouldn't see another MCU installment for another uh, 693 days when Paramount dropped Iron Man 2 on May 7th, 2010. So, and of course, uh, another one of the reasoning is Disney is looking for New content, um, you know, they have a lot of their legacy titles on there. Um, it's not a bad streaming service. It's obviously definitely geared more towards a younger audience because that's where all their PG and PG-13 movies go on. So there's always that. And, you know, the the delay um, releases in the temporary situation, of course, you know, that's always the thing. But I wanted to get your thoughts on some of these points. Like, do you agree? Would you pay to see Black Widow on Disney Plus? I'd be much more willing to pay for that than Mulan. That's a pretty easy choice for me. I don't know about you. Yeah. I think the, I think the general movie going audience would also agree. Unless yeah. you have kids. Then yeah, just so buy Mulan and have it forever. Just yeah, I mean, on, like w- when it comes to the thirty dollar deal, and I guess 
we'll just get into our next news story here. For that's it for comic book news. And since we're going to be talking about Mulan streaming on Disney Plus on September fourth, um, for an additional price of thirty dollars. So if you have Disney Plus, obviously you'll have access to watch Mulan, but you also have to pay another thirty dollars to access the movie. But if you are a continuous subscriber through Disney Plus, you get to watch that movie. You, you essentially quote-unquote, own that movie as long as you are subscribed to the service. So uh, but what did you get? I wanted to get more of your thoughts really quick before I go into mine. Well, the, the headlines are pretty rough when you first see them, $30. Yeah. <clears throat> Not exactly the price point you're looking for. Um, I guess being able to keep it, quote-unquote, forever, obviously things can change. You can not be subscribed or they could take it off any point they want if they really wanted to but 30 for us it won't be too bad hopefully we can split it up between between a few of us <laughs> that price down between the siblings yeah yeah <laughs> it's like how do you want to watch Mulan this weekend eh, it's, you know just a thought <laughs> I am curious as to how much they will make in comparison to what they were expecting to make in theaters because obviously $30 is much more than a regular movie ticket price. Right. Cause I, mean, I would say the general, the general pricing across America from what I've encountered, I would say a general 10 movie, to 15. Yeah. 10 to $15, depending on where you live. I feel like it is more on the, um, more on the expensive side just because, you know, I mean, movie theaters, Half of you know their money comes from concession stands and whatnot, but I've just I've seen the spikes you know here here or there, but um, I believe I did tweet this morning. It was like I I had some time to mull it over, and I was like, man, thirty dollars at first. I was like, oh wow, that seems a lot. Like that was my initial reaction, but Culture Crave did like a little um, poll, and they said ninety two percent of voters said there's no chance they would pay thirty dollars to stream Mulan on Disney Plus. But what they don't understand is that this, obviously, you know, there, a lot of mo money's been pumped into this movie. They're not going to just, oh, everyone can just watch it on Disney Plus, blah, also, blah, blah, blah. Also, people who follow Culture Grave aren't children who are the intended audience of the movie. <laughs> yeah, but there was a guy I mean, who tweeted. It's going to make a killing for families. Any, any family yeah. who has little kids is probably going to Or just love Mulan. If there's two of you, I mean... Yes, like, I mean, I have a roommate, but I essentially live alone because I barely see him. You live alone, of course. But, I mean, I, I would agree. It's like, I mean, I was thinking about it, and it's like, you, like we said, you know, it is a price of average of two tickets. And, of course, you will have the access to the movie after uh, you buy it if you're an active subscriber. But it's like, people act like, it's like you guys don't share accounts with other people on your disney plus like i'm pretty sure that you do get together hustle it out split the cost yeah that's that's our plan <laughs> get it, it down to 750 if you have four people yeah or if this is two of you 15 bucks boom price of a movie ticket it's like i know half you guys be sharing each other's netflix and hulu passwords i'm pretty sure you can do this it's a millennial it's, special it, it is a millennial special and it's Labor Day weekend. People are going to be with families. Come on, really? Like, let's let, let's get with the program here, people. It's very, uh, it's, it's it's kind of a no brainer, in in my opinion. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure Devin agrees with me, but 
you know, the man can speak for himself. <laughs> I'm just glad well, Hamilton was free. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I mean, I feel like Hamilton had no choice but to be free because, I mean, if you're going on Broadway, which obviously is closed right now, you're paying upwards of like 800 to $1,000 for a ticket. And it's it like, is, yeah. It what's... is interesting to see what kind of precedence this sets for Disney Plus as far as, because this is the first paid content they have. So I wonder if they want to add more paid content or is this kind of just a one-off? We'll just yeah. test this out and see how it goes. People are speculating that, you know, uh, Disney says that Mulan is a one-off, not a new business model, and they'll see how Mulan goes and go from there. But, of course, you know, this leads into Black Widow and the New Mutants, which I don't believe is coming out in theaters. I mean, as much as I want to see the movie, unless I'm in a theater, like, by myself, I'm not going to go see that movie. Not out in the open. I mean, I've tested it for COVID twice. I'm COVID-free. You know, I've been, I've been, but, but our president says we're the, we're the best in the world. <laughs> I seriously thought cases, right. And death <laughs> and testing. I seriously thought that whole video was a skit at first. Like it just seemed like one. And I was like, I know Trump is Trump is Trump. We're just going to keep it at that. <laughs> but I didn't know how Trump he could be when talking. <laughs> it was, it looked like a fifth grader trying to give a PowerPoint presentation. He had those graphs and charts so big and colorful, just so he could the numbers are right here. See, <laughs> that literally blew my mind. That, that, that <laughs> other reporter's face becoming a meme is so perfect. He's just like, "What are you saying?" I'll have uh, he he looks so confused. I'll just show you, send you a uh, Instagram post one of my friends made. He met Wood Weird Al Yankovic like back when he was in high school and he did a little like slideshow thing <laughs> where like Trump's handing him the paper. The guy's looking at the paper and it's a picture of my friend with weird Al Yankovic <laughs> and the guy's looking back at him with that confused look, that confused meme, that frame is like, Oh yeah, that's the frame. <laughs> that's the meme frame that's going on. But um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I feel like given our podcast, I feel like, we would have to review Mulan anyway because it's been so long and it doesn't really look like there's not much else going out. I mean, everything else is coming out on POV, premium video demand, for those of you who don't know. But we'll just have to, I mean, I guess Disney's going to figure out something. It it might be the new business model because there's no way they're just going to let you, you know, do a video on demand, but it's like, there's no difference. If anything, this is better. If you think about it, because let's say black widow, let's say, you know, they decide not to put black widow or Mulan on Disney plus, and they just released it as a, you know, video on demand. You go to, you know, iTunes, um, Amazon prime voodoo, wherever you go to, rent a movie it's still the same thing you're just not purchasing it within that same app but they're giving you the option to keep that screener access so long as you're subscribed to the channel that's the only difference but 
I mean, Disney knows how to make money. So, anything else you wanted to touch on before we uh, head on to our next bit of news? I'll let you uh, take this one. Uh, I'm just kind of sad there won't be a won't be any Mushu in the new one. Yeah, I know a lot so. of people. Mm. Kind of random, but I was just thinking about Mulan. Oh no, it's totally fine, man. I mean, I think about Mulan daily, so. I mean, it was one of the movies I was looking forward to. We, we our video, everyone's review would have been up already. <laughs> yeah. March, we were one week away from a Quiet Place Part Two, Devin. Mm. One week. <sighs> oh well. You want to take this next story? Amy Adams and Adam McKay have reunited for a limited series about Walmart called Kings of America over at Netflix. A Walmart limited series. Adam McKay uh, does not miss, so I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I'll watch anything with Amy Adams in it. She's one of my favorite actresses working today. So I'll watch anything at um, Adam McKay. Yeah, that, too. But, yeah, it uh, looks like the pair who also worked together, um, the comedy Talladega Nights back in 20... Yeah, I always oh, forget sorry, she was in that. That was, like, one of her first movies. Yeah. Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. That's what the whole, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, it's been ages. My God, 20, 2006. I was in high school. I think I just started, it was either my second year or I just started high school like that year. It's crazy stuff, man. All right. Speaking of Amy Adams. Uh oh. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Spill it. Netflix is negotiating to try to get a, another Amy Adams project in their their streaming service, uh, The Woman yeah. in the Window. Yeah, this one looks good. I mean, I was excited for it too. <sighs> I wonder what happened. But it looks like, um, you know, it was last um, owned by Fox, Fox Two Thousand, Elizabeth uh, Galbert Project will be let go by Disney. Oh. Oh, I see. So when Disney bought Fox, they weren't feeling this one, it looks like. They were feeling Jojo Rabbit when they weren't feeling this one. <laughs> they made at least one good choice in that. Yeah. But I, I really hope this comes somewhere. Whether Wherever it be, it needs to come out because I do want to watch this. It's just... I mean, it looks very interesting. Yeah. Like you... I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not one for you know, not I want to say it's scary. This is more of like a thriller. I could I could have seen this being a Hulu release because this is quite simply an adult themed thriller. Isn't a good fit for family friendly Disney Plus. Well, just yeah. throw it on Hulu. Seems like Netflix already has fit. enough going on. Yeah, yeah, throw it on a Hulu. But if and Netflix wants to buy it, hey, I mean, we keep, already got Netflix. They'll just keep winning. <laughs> just keep yeah, yeah. Uh, HBO is not winning right now. <clears throat> so, um, actually, A- speaking, Apple got a, got a bit of a win here. Yeah, speaking of streaming services, we have a few stories in here. Looks like Leonardo DiCaprio's production company signs for the first look film and TV deal with Apple. Multi year. Multi year. Um, it also looks uh, prior to this agreement, they'll expand their business dealings to the uh, road to a relationship. Had already that's already oh sorry Siri <laughs> that's already been paved 
um, with two upcoming projects with Appian Way, including Martin Scorsese's directed uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, in addition to the thriller series Shining Girls. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for I'm, I love Leo. Leo is, by definition, my favorite actor. Just kind of sucks it. that these projects won't be within the one year window of my Apple TV Plus. Just oh, that's oh my gosh, that's right. You know I what? Think I think mine ends in November. I have to cancel it before then. Hopefully, I remember. I think mine ends around sometime November. I would, I would let it expire until Dickinson season two comes out. Resubscribe, then probably. I really want to check out uh, Mythic Quest though. I hear that movie is actually quite good. For show, for show. And then, of course, for you know the the Caprio films as well. So, so uh, yeah, I I feel like some of these streaming services are definitely on again, off again. But uh, speaking of streaming service services, what yet again? Let's just keep the ball rolling here. Looks like Harry Potter films, not only Harry Potter films, but it looks like there's a few Batman movies are going to be moving on to NBC's Universal uh, streaming service. Peacock. Oh yeah, Harry Potter and the Peacock Stone. It's <laughs> I am a man, oh man. I mean, at least it's I'm, free. If I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's with some ads. It's I mean, it's yeah, but this is why I buy physical media, bro. I've, I've had these movies for ages, but <laughs> it's just I mean, if Batman Begins and The Dark Knight will soon be removed as well. It's like, but they were just on there so it's like do we have to like own all of these streaming services just like oh well you know batman begins and dark knight was on hbo max then it got moved over to peacocks so now you got to watch it over there for x amount of years or x x amount of time and then oh it got moved back to hbo max but now you know netflix bought the rights to it so now you can watch it's it's too much Th- there is a lot of criticism towards hbo max the main reason being you know, no, um, no support for Android devices when it comes to Roku's and Amazon Fire TVs. Um, but like, I still watch. Like, there's a lot of shows on there I've been meaning to watch. <clears throat> excuse me, and I, I w- I'd say next to Netflix is probably my second most used streaming service. Like, I mean, I'll go on Disney Plus from time to time. But it's mainly I swap back between Netflix and HBO Max and Hulu sometimes, but it's mainly just HBO and Netflix for me. But I've been getting into Prime Video recently, just a few oh, really? off like kind of smaller movies, just mm. looking around there. You get your uh, six hours in for that. Uh, I haven't gotten any emails yet, but I I haven't I gotten any emails yet either. I'm gonna play. I definitely like, had four movies playing <laughs> right now. <laughs> Maybe I should. <laughs> I think I'm going to stream at least one more to get that, that $5. I watched, I watched Top Gun. I mean. Oh, you like watched it? Yeah, I don't. Uh, it was interesting. <laughs> Not a fan. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Cheese It is doing this small little um, partnership with Amazon Prime video. There's. Uh, specific movies that you can watch. You have to stream at least six hours of content on HBO. I mean, not HBO, sorry, Amazon Prime, and you'll get 
I believe it's a five dollar gift card to, uh, to Amazon, and then another five dollar gift card for Amazon Prime. Something like um, that. Something like that. It's very weird. We found it like about a week ago. So, yeah, I think I'm gonna play one more movie just to be safe because I had to go through a little, uh, a little bit. Uh, I had to fight through the rains to get that last deal that we did. <laughs> but um, I know how much you like The Rock. Oh, man, so gonna like Sweetheart. I'm going to let you take this one. <laughs> America's Sweetheart, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's what the, the title says here. It's right there in the headline. He is part of a team that has bought the XFL for $15 million. Oh, my God. That's pretty cheap. That's the price of one NFL player for the entire league. (laughs) But which NFL player? Any of the Mm. good ones. (laughs) Any. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, I would say Tom Brady, but he's on his way to Tampa, so (laughs) that's a lot of fun. But I I had um, high hopes for the XFL, and then it failed partly because of COVID. So hopefully, Dwayne the Rock Johnson can. Can work his magic like he always seems to do. We should have seen this coming a while ago. I mean, he was in that show Ballers with NFL players. Yeah, it's basically just... a storyline for that show. <laughs> yeah, pre- <laughs> pretty much. It's like, hey, so you want to see how this came to be? Go watch Ballers. <laughs> but we have our last bit of uh, the new normal news here. It looks like Naomi Scott is going to be starring in a sci-fi movie called Distant. So she'll be hanging up the magic carpet from Aladdin. Hopefully and they don't make it. Forgetting Aladdin about too. Charlie's Angels like the rest of us want to. Yes. <laughs> movie was like so atrocious. Wow. It just man. It's one thing that the movie was bad, but then Elizabeth Banks had to go on and blame her audience for not watching a movie that wasn't marketed well and just didn't really fill the seats. But it looks like Naomi Scott is to star in um, in a blind sci-fi movie called Distance, as I said before. Uh, she will be the Aladdin star, excuse me, uh, joins Anthony Ramos in the project about an asteroid miner who crash lands on an alien planet. Ooh. So, Anthony Ramos, big hand yeah, Blaze of Glory filmmakers, as well. Wait, is there are there two Anthony Ramoses? Is there? Well, it's oh, it's it's a project from Blaze of Glo- uh, Glory filmmakers, Will Speck and Josh Gordon. Oh, also star in Anthony Ramos. Okay, I thought they were writers for some reason, but um, we also got uh, Spencer Cohen, um, who. Wrote um, as well, and the marvelous Mrs. Maisel's Rachel uh, Boshannon. So apparently, she previously had the role but dropped due to COVID scheduling conflicts. So, yeah, yeah, give me, give me more Naomi Scott. She won me over in Aladdin, and she needs more roles. Yeah, she did win me over in, in Aladdin as well. I thought she did. I thought she was actually probably the best part of the movie, aside from Will Smith. I thought he did a great job as well. So cool, man. Gotta, actually, we we're not done here. Wait, wait, wait. Well, hold on. We're not done yet. We're, 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 we're going to play a little game here. Yeah. A little game. Oh, let me. Uh... So, Devin, you have a 
$1,000. You got to spend it wisely on these tears. Is it the entire Infinity Saga or just the Avengers movies? You know what? Let me um <clears throat> Let me uh blow that up. It just says Infinity. I think it is that Infinity Saga? Yeah. Yeah, it, it makes sense if it's an Infinity Saga because a lot of these are Yeah, let's just so go to Infinity every, Saga. You get every MCU movie, every Star Wars movie, every Harry Potter movie, or every Lord of the Rings slash Hobbit movie in the top tier. For four hundred. And then the three hundred dollar tier, you get Pulp Fiction, Parasite, Dark Knight, or Indiana Jones. Two hundred dollar tier, you get Spider Man into the Spider Verse, Get Out, Halloween, or Back to the Future. And the one hundred dollar tier, you get Spider Man Two, Inception, John Wick Three, or Logan. Ooh, I feel like it's evenly balanced out. Some I t- think I've made my choice. All right, well you go ahead, and then I'll go. <laughs> My, my top tier choice is pretty easy for me. I'm going the Infinity Saga. It's just the most enjoyable one out of these for me. By a pretty wide margin. Yeah. And then I'll take one from 300. I'll go with... <laughs> oh, God, wait. Oh, my math. That's tough. Let's see. I feel like I feel like Dark Knight Rises is... I mean, the Dark Knight's calling your name. Oh. Uh. <laughs> it's been a minute since you I've seen what? Indiana Jones. You know what? What? All right, I'll go Parasite. Then I'll scoop up Get Out. And mm. then I have uh, 100 <laughs> That's left. One. That's tough. With, uh, I need I need some Christopher Nolan to give me Inception. Hey, there you go. Almost went right down the line. Right down the line. All right. So for me, this is actually going to be tough. So I'm going to start from the bottom and go up because I need time to think for the $400 um, rack there. So I'm actually, Logan is so good. I'm going to go with Inception, though, for, for $100. I'm going to Inception the same way. Uh, for 200, I'm going to do Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And then, ooh, I'm going to go Parasite. I, I have to. It, it was, I mean, I, I love the Dark Knight. Pop Fiction was probably my number two. Dark Knight would probably be my number three. But you, know you could choose just the entire first or second row. Yeah, I could. But, but. <laughs> Uh, if you, I mean, you can get all four of the $100 ones and then still get a top tier one and then still get a $200 one. That is that's, true. That's a lot of bang for your buck there. That is a lot of bang. Ooh, you know what? Oh, man. Dang, that's tough. Okay, so we'll definitely go Inception. Let's do Inception and Logan. That's 200 Spider-Man, so that's 400. Uh, for the top tier, mm, man, just to diversify, I'm going to go with Harry Potter because I love Lord of the Rings, but I wasn't crazy about The Hobbit. I love Star Wars, but 
Star Wars is like hella, hella inconsistent. Not saying the other ones aren't, but I feel like Star Wars is the most inconsistent. So we got Harry Potter 400. We got Spider-Man 600. We got Logan and Exception, um, Inception 600. And then I'm going to go Parasite. And then I think I get one another $100, right? Maybe. I think so. So Harry Potter was 400, Spider-Man was 200, so 600. Inception and Logan. Oh, that's 800. Oh, you went over with Parasite. I did. Crap. All right, I'm just going to choose one from each row then. Harry Potter, Parasite, uh, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, and Inception. Interesting. And that should even, even everything up. Cool. Yeah, thanks for playing, everyone. Sorry about that. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, my math was way off. <laughs> but uh, let's get into the gaming news here, man. We have a lot to talk about. Well, let's get into some... Xbox news first. Um, you want to take this first one? I feel like the first one we should mention is the um, xCloud mm. was announced. Oh, yeah, they did. Um, Samsung and Microsoft had a little little uh, tidbit about that. Did I put that in here? No, I don't no, think I, I think, did. Uh, I think it's coming out September 15th. Mm-hmm. And as far... It sounds awful to begin with because it is currently Android only because Microsoft and Apple don't like to play nice with each other. Nope. So if you want to use xCloud, you have to use it on a PC or Android device. Why would you do it on PC? But <laughs> I, don't have, I don't think I have any Android devices. I might have an old Amazon tablet I could try to use, but it doesn't Ooh, really that's gonna be worth rough. it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, xCloud sounds really cool, but it's only Android. That that kind of cuts out a lot of potential for customers. Yeah. And it's included <laughs> in Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, every, everything is included in Game Pass. That's, that's, that's all you need. That's literally all you need. But we have a little bit of the other Xbox news here. Uh, the new Battletoads game is now available for preloading. So that's that's pretty cool, I'd say. A lot of fun. Yeah, um, I look forward to it. We should definitely stream that for sure on uh, Twitch. So I'm actually just going to come out and say it because I was like, I wasn't sure, um, you know, if we should say anything about it or when to drop it. But um, I am working on a Twitch channel. I mean, it's up. I just haven't, like, announced it, announced it. But... I guess, you know, cat's out of the bag now. I mean, it's not that big of an announcement, but um, I feel like when, we, when it comes to streaming for us, it's easier to do everything on Twitch. And then you can, you know, you can watch the VOD version on YouTube. Boom. There you go. Because it's super easy to stream on Twitch. You don't have to worry about building up a thumbnail or anything right off the bat. So we should definitely stream um, some Battle Toads when it uh, comes out. On August twentieth, I, I believe I recently, it. Recently, um, today I picked up Fall Guys. Oh, I was gonna actually ask you. Okay, how much does that game cost? And 20, twenty bucks. It's is it's not too through bad. Steam. Yeah, 
Yeah, so I, I, I actually played, think I'm I gonna buy it. I played a few that. rounds today, and it is it's really fun. Is it? It's okay. basically Mario Party, but online <laughs> and with sixty people. That sounds so it's just fantastic. insanity. Yeah, because I was I was watching kind of funny. Uh, one of their uh, live streams, and they were talking about it. I was like, and I meant to ask her earlier, and it completely slipped my mind. Yeah, but I, I picked it up today, and okay, it's a good time. I'm definitely gonna give it a buy, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll maybe that could be the first game we can stream. That'll be our little um, intro before uh, Battletoads comes out, because that doesn't come out for like two weeks. Battletoads, I mean, but so um, it looks like Microsoft has kind of smashed the rumor of Xbox Live becoming free. Um, Microsoft says there's no charge uh, changes being made to Xbox Live Gold uh, amid the free multiplayer claims that have been happening. Um, about a week ago, we did get word. Well, there was two rumors rolling about. One of them was that Halo Infinite's... Um, Multiplayer was going to be free, and I feel like that kind of snowballed into, oh, my gosh, here's another rumor saying that, you know, Xbox Live Gold was going away and everyone can just play it online together. First of all, I didn't really believe it. I wanted to for, like, a half a second, but I'm like, Microsoft is literally, has, like, when it comes to paying to play online, they are the bread and butter. They are the original console uh company to start this whole spiel playstation uh followed soon after and nintendo switch is now doing the same thing so they they see the money in it so and it's like yeah i i don't i, I don't really see the reason why they would give it away but what are your thoughts about this i think it's something they should definitely consider if they aren't already because mm. when that news came out i think a lot of people got a little excited because Oh, I was excited too. Just a, a trend of Xbox and Microsoft making consumer-friendly announcements, um, and making Xbox Live Gold free would definitely be a, a big win for consumers. So I don't know. I yeah, think it should I mean, it should definitely be free for free-to-play online games. Right, because like that's Halo what's infinite. Mm-hmm. That's what um, Sony. And um, the Nintendo Switch does when it comes to free to play games such as Fortnite um, or Apex Legends, things of that nature. Um, they are free to play completely. Like, well, even with my PlayStation, some of my buddies who have PlayStation, um, they are they, they like to play Fortnite a lot. And I don't have a PlayStation Plus subscription because to me, it's not worth it. Um, I've said this before, you know, uh, owning a PlayStation, it's, it's a great experience. For a single player um, game lover such as myself, but um, there, there really isn't anything else other than their exclusives um, that's really worth buying on PlayStation, in my opinion, because I don't like paying to play online anyway. One of the reasons why we both built both built PCs a while back, and we haven't really looked back because it's pretty nice not being able. To, not having to shell out $60 and still we get game deals without even having to subscribe Thank to a Epic. service like that. Huh? Thank you, Epic, for the free games. Yeah, seriously, we have both built an entire games library through the Epic Game Storefront. And, and, and places yet, like Humble Bundle and Green, Green Man, Man Gaming. And, and yeah. Fanatic. There's, there's so many places you can get bundles and deals 
Yeah, we've actually got like I mean, some of the free games are a bit random, but we've got some pretty good games. We got the entire Batman Arkham collection and the Lego Batmans. Alan and, Wake, and GTA Five, GTA Five, yeah. Um, Enter the Gungeon, Dark Siders One and Two, Dauntless. The the list goes on. Um, it's you just like I have like at least fifty to sixty games in my games library. Watch Dogs, the first one. Um, and we haven't even paid a dime. I think the only game we both paid for thus far was Control and um, Borderlands Three. And we and got those Borderlands are also both discounted. Yeah, which are all which is like discounted by like ten dollars for that refund thing that they did for us. But yeah, um, I digress. You know, um, so yeah, Xbox Live still on. You know, they're not making any changes there. But oh, Devin. Devin, 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 Devin. I'll I'll give you the floor. Devin, Devin, Devin. I um. Oh, I don't know why that's going off. All right, so we got a little bit of news this week. You know, Marvel's Avengers is coming out, and I and where I was excited, everyone was excited for this game. It's like a new age Marvel's Ultimate Alliance, and. Um, I, I, just, I, I had some, some thing. I, I was, it was making me feel some type of way. I um, actually wrote an entire article on the subject of the whole PlayStation uh, Spider-Man exclusive uh, debacle of 2020. You can find it on the Music City Drive-In website. I'll have a link to the podcast, or not to the podcast, wow, excuse me, to the article below. Um, so on Monday, we have received a little notification just, you know, a month before the game comes out, they decide to drop this news that Spider-Man will be a, um, playable character in Marvel's Adventures, but exclusively for, uh, PlayStation 4. And of course it's going to be a cross by, or not cross, I guess you could say cross by because I think you do get the PS5 or Xbox Series X version for free. So next-gen version for free. And I was like, okay. Um, I was looking forward to this for a while, and it really just put a damper on my whole... Um, my, my Not my experience with it, because I haven't played it yet, but um, it, it put a damper on me wanting to buy the game. And, you know, we've I've... You know, I've talked to a few friends about this online, and like I said, I wrote an entire article about this. Um, it's titled "Spider-Man Should Be a Hero," um, should be a hero for all, not just PlayStation gamers. And um, I'm just, I'm not really feeling this all too much because I understand that you know there's the Spider-Man PS4 version of the game, and Insomniac, Marvel, and Sony all had a deal to. Um, created a deal together it was very um it it was understood on all sides but i i'm not a fan of third party exclusive content for games like this or just any game because microsoft has done this in the past obviously sony has done this in the past with destiny as well when it comes to third party games i feel like everyone should receive the same amount of content um, especially if everyone's paying the same price. Um, it's also been brought to our attention that Spider-Man will be the only exclusive character 
coming to the Marvel um, Avengers roster. But the kicker is it's not even going to be the Insomniac version of Spider-Man that people know from the PlayStation 4. Instead, it's going to be a Crystal Dynamics um, own take, which is a developer of the, Mar- of the Marvel's Avengers game. And it, it just seems to be a lot of confusion because I feel like Sony is indirectly spreading false information when it comes to who ultimately owns the character. And Sony... So Marvel owns the rights to make or endorse Spider-Man games. That decision does not lie with Sony. Sony only has the film rights to Spider-Man as we know of and nothing else because none of these companies have came out and, you know, cleared the air, you know, people are fighting online and whatnot. Um, and it's just, if, if, if this, if Spider-Man was a timed exclusive character, this would make more sense. You know, uh, Activision and Xbox did this uh, way back in the day with Xbox 360. They're like, hey, you know, uh, Call of Duty maps come out uh, a month first on Xbox, a month ahead of time, and then a month later, uh, PlayStation gamers will come. And it's like, okay, that's fine because ultimately everyone gets the same content at the end of the day within at least like a year of the game being um, out. But to me, if you're... like, obviously, we all know how, how popular Spider-Man is, but I'm not crazy about having people. You know, I've had conversations with people online. They're like, well, you know, Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man. It's like, no, they don't. But making moves like this and essentially trying to make Spider-Man a PlayStation exclusive character does not sit well with me, especially since Spider-Man was in Marvel's Ultimate Alliance three this past year on nintendo switch and you know there's there's a small little video online about how insomniac games became uh came to work on um spider-man um spot uh insomniac was allowed to pick any marvel superhero they wanted to you know they're talking back and forth between marvel and sony and they chose to work on spider-man uh, Sony was never given exclusive rights to produce a Spider-Man game. They were given the ability, the ability to make an exclusive title for the PlayStation 4. And it just so happens that Insomniac chose Spider-Man because I feel like, I mean, I played the game. I love the game. That is definitely up <clears throat> Insomniac's uh, their, their lane, you know, with everything they've done with Ratchet and Clank and Spyro just makes sense, especially Sunset Overdrive, which they made for the Xbox. So at that time, we don't know what else went behind closed doors. There's a lot of rumors suggesting that there's more Spider-Man deal um, deals in play, um, which ultimately launched with you know the Spider-Man exclusive um, video game. But we don't know anything about it because... No one's come out and cleared the air. None of these companies have been transparent about it. So, I mean, does it suck? Absolutely. I feel like it. it it's pro. It's for the players. It's pro PlayStation players because obviously, if you all, if if you if your main console or your main gaming device or platform is PlayStation, you're not going to care. You're going to be able to play Spider Man. And that's pro-consumer for PlayStation players. But it is anti-consumer 
for PC and Xbox players because Spider-Man is arguably the he's he's arguably the world's most popular super, uh, superhero. He's up there with Batman. He's up there with Superman, and it just feels like a blow. And the fact that you know Sony is trying to retain rights or whatever to this character when it comes to you know spreading this information it just people it's i feel like they're indirectly spreading that information i really don't want to get too much into it because i know i already have but those that's just my little two cents on the matter but it also that was a whole dollar it it was it was a whole dollar (laughs) i mean like he's my favorite superhero i'm not gonna you know boycott playstation or anything like that i'm just simply just not gonna buy the game like i mean that's just me boning for my wallet like obviously is that deal going to change probably not um but that doesn't mean i have to doesn't mean that i like it but i mean it is what it is obviously there's nothing we can do about it it's just i'm just voicing my opinion like everybody else so this, this game is just a roller coaster this is like Spider-Man when Spider-Man was out of the MCU all over again because we're arguing about this. People, we're, I guess you could say arguing, arguing or having the same conversation about the same thing. Who owns what rights to Spider-Man? And there's multiple articles out there. It's amazing what a Google search can do, people. Look it up. IGN has an article about it. Um, Screen Rant has an article about it. And there's another article I found. Um, they're not a big uh, web news website, but basically spouting, spouting the same thing. I'll put the link to the article in the description if I can find it, uh, especially for the YouTube version. But we're, we're arguing about the same thing. Everyone's like, oh, well, who owns what's a Spider-Man? And it's great that, you know, he's generating so much, you know, so much care and compassion. But, like, Crystal Dynamics pretty much said that, yeah, um, if you want to buy Marvel's Avengers and play as Spider-Man, you have that option to play him on PlayStation 4, even though I don't think people are just going to go out and buy PlayStation 4 a single character. Like, if it was a timed exclusivity thing, I understand. If it was, you know, getting special skins for Spider-Man for the PlayStation version, cool, that makes sense. Hey, let's give... PlayStation players a little bit extra, but not, you know, an entire super popular character. It's like they're treating him like he's a D-list character. Like Crystal Dynamics is just like, oh, well, like, you know, if you don't have a PlayStation, I mean, you have that option. But, yeah, let me just go buy a three to $400 console towards the end of its life cycle to play Spider-Man. I, I just, it's just asinine to me. But I think that's about does it <laughs> unless you had anything else to say <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just like really it bugs me so much that people are just misinformed about who owns what now if that information changes feel free you know hey this came out this article came out okay if if sony owns those rights sony owns those rights but until they are transparent about this whole situation that's all we know but i think that's going to do it i was gonna cover the playstation um event that happened today a bunch of third-party games got some crash bandicoot uh gameplay in there looks a lot of fun actually you know that's coming out on both xbox and playstation the same day but you know 
no exclusive rights or contents there from what I know. But um, I believe that's going to do it for today. Thank you, Devin, for <laughs> letting me vent my feelings. I actually went um, to the bathroom and came back. In did time, you really? And I, and I checked my work <laughs> computer. It's all right. It's, <laughs> check some emails. I'm, I, dude, I, made some, I made some dinner. It's all good. But let's, uh, yeah, we are coming up on time here. So uh, thank you for letting me, because I've been meaning to talk about this all week. And I feel like even the article that I pushed out there isn't enough. But again, go ahead and read it. It's on musiccitydriving.com. I'll have a link to it in the description below within the podcast information and on YouTube. And I believe this week we will be joined again by James from the Cinema District podcast. Uh, follow them on Instagram as well. They, they, have, they make some amazing, uh, nice little uh, pictures there uh, for you guys to, you know, and tidbits of information as well. Um, he'll be joining us when we review uh, An American Pickle. We're going to be reviewing that on Sunday, so our release schedule has changed a bit. We're going to, um, our reviews for whatever it may be, gaming, TV shows, or movies, that's going to be released on Mondays now, so we'll just record those on Sundays, release them on Mondays, because I feel like we normally end up, you know, recording later on in the day anyway, and it's just easier to pump it out on Monday. Boom, Monday you got a new podcast to listen to, so how about that? But was there anything else you wanted to say, Devin, or are you, are you still with me? <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> All right, so I believe that does it for our episode of... <laughs> This new show, Headline Hot Takes, on the Film Optics Podcast. Exclusive episode. Exclusive episode, only on Apple um, Apple Podcasts, nothing else. We're, we're, we're doing the opposite of what Spotify is doing. If you want to listen to Bomber Podcast, go somewhere else, because we're here to stay. We're getting paid by Apple. But well, we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.